Rogers scrambles He's left, winds up, runs the He's got time at the 10 to the 5, yes. to the end zone, touchdown, and a dagger! Giannis into the lane, Giannis spinning, fading shot, up, gone for Giannis at the buzzer! Bucks win it! Brewer fans, welcome to the Brewers Trilogy podcast presented by the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy, the podcast for not only them diehard Brewer fans, but also for those fans who enjoy cheering for a team that revolves around beer. I'm Tyler, aka T Plush, your host for today. It can be found on Twitter at Tyler Kurth. And I am joined with my good buddy Trevor Sunshine Bender, who can be found on Twitter at Bender underscore Trevor. And holy cats, man! Let's frickin' go! I don't know if you... You should have saw tonight's game. Everyone who's listening to this, Ryan Braun's go-ahead, uh, Grand Slam. The Brewers are legit. They take two out of three in St. Louis, um, tighten up that wild card race and the NL Central race, and, whew, this is, this is just about the dream scenario that, uh, you want as a baseball player. So, man, Trevor, how are you feeling after this weekend series here? Well, I'm going to be honest, after that first game, um, I mean, if you guys listened last week or a few days ago, whenever it was that we recorded last, um, you knew I was kind of gloom going into this series, even after that four-game sweep of the Marlins. But especially after that first game, I'm like, oh, here we go again. I mean, Paul Goldschmidt destroyed us yet again in that game, seven RBIs, and the Grand Slam early, not going to lie, I turned it off after that Grand Slam. Um, but the Brewers were pre- pretty res- resilient, and they did a good job taking two or three after that horrible game one. And I I have a little bit more confidence in them now, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you had to bring up game one. I mean, Friday the 13th, a full moon. Paul Goldschmidt, as you mentioned, seven RBIs, the Grand Slam, and then the three-run homer. That's just bad luck right there. Weird things happen on those kind of days. They should have just canceled baseball, ruined our winning streak, but whatever. Adrian Hauser gets roughed up. Um, Jake Faria gets roughed up as well. They both gave up four earned runs, and then Jimmy Nelson continues to struggle. He gave up two earned runs in that game as well, so... I mean, yeah, it sucks the the winning streak had to come to an end, Um, you know, and the offense basically fell off the board. They ended the game on Friday with only two hits. Uh, They did draw five walks, but, yeah, it was not a very good game, and when you go down big and you kind of get depleted like that, it's it's hard to come back. (laughs) And Cardinals had a lot going for them Friday night. I know a lot of Brewer fans drove down to uh, St. Louis, actually, for the series. Um, lots of blue there. I know lots of people who went there, so I'm proud of all of you for doing that. That's awesome. Um, but hopefully you stuck around <laughs> for Saturday's game, uh, which Trevor is going to recap because that was a little bit better for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like Tyler said, obviously a little bit better. The Brewers end up winning that one 5-2. to two. 
Um, and it didn't start out great, though. I know Tyler and I were together to watch this one. Um, and in the bottom of the second, the Cardinals went up 2-0. Um, Tommy Edmond homered to right, a solo shot to go up one nothing, And then Harrison Bader, who was an absolute thorn in the side of Brewers pitching in this series, um, ended up scoring on a throwing error by Yasmani Grandal. And then from there, it was kind of all Brewers. Uh, fast forwarding to the fourth, Moustakis tied it up on a two-run shot right after Grisham walked. So he was on first, and Moose hit a bomb to right center. And in the sixth, Thames, we actually manufactured some runs. Thames um, grounded into a fielder's choice, and Grandall scored on that play. Um, Braun was thrown out at second, and then Moose was on first, and obviously Thames at um Moose was on third then, and then Thames obviously was at first. Um, so some manufacturing of runs, which was great to see. And then in the eighth, for some extra insurance, Yasmani Grandal hit a home run to center. And that also scored Trent Grisham. So that's how the Brewers get to 5-2. to two. And, of course, Josh Hader comes in and nails down the save. Um, one inning pitched for Hader a strikeout and he only had to pitch 11 pitches so that was good and it allowed him to pitch in the third game which Tyler take it away the third game oh this third game (laughs) that really got me I mean thankfully most of the action uh, didn't come until the seventh inning and later so the Packer game uh, was pretty much wrapped up uh, around that time so you're able to focus all your attention on the Brewers. Um, for those of you who like to dual screen it and watch both sports at once, like we were doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, St. Louis mustered one run uh, up until the seventh inning, um, which was when the Brewers got on the board in the seventh, um, with Corey Spanchberg coming through with a two-run homer. The Cardinals answered in the bottom of the seventh. Paul DeYoung hit a two-run homer, and then Harrison Bader hit his second home run of the day, um, which that's just the Brewers' luck. The big guys who can never uh, hit home runs always tend to hit home runs against the Brewers, so go figure. Uh, Eighth inning, Lorenzo Cain cuts the deficit uh, to one uh, with a single into the left. Um, so that makes it 3-4 to four St. Louis going into the ninth inning. And then, of course, Ryan Braun continues uh, to have a tremendous day hitting the go-ahead Grand Slam. Um, it was his only hit of the day, but it was a damn productive one. And what did Trevor say? It was like 430-some feet is what he told me. So it was way gone, no doubt. But the fact he did it with two outs in the game, full count, bases loaded, I mean... <laughs> That's just like something you see out of a movie. That does not happen every day. But Ryan Braun definitely has that clutch gene in him. He always has, and he's never going to lose it. So i um, glad he 433, was 433, Tyler. 433. I was close. <laughs> um, the only really, I guess, crappy part about this game was Chase Anderson was on the mound and went four innings, only gave up uh, the one earned run to that home run to Harrison Bader, um, but he was pulled after well, it was less than 60 pitches. Um, so, yeah, I get it, September baseball. I mean, Brent Suter came in uh, for the two innings after him, and 
yeah, it was tremendous. He's been amazing since being called up. His ERA is now .79. <laughs> um, but then bullpen throughout after that, Ray Black technically gets charged with a blown save. He gave up that two-run homer. Um, then Matt Elbers credited with the win um, before Hader came in and locked up his 33rd save of the year. Um, it was kind of weird. The uh, <laughs> Cardinals got what, all their runs off homers at one point? They actually, I'll correct myself, they ended the game with more runs than hits. <laughs> so you don't see that very often. So they uh, definitely made the most out of all their hits. Um, but Brewers were able to overcome that and take the series. Um, so they gain a game on the Cardinals in the grand scheme of things in the NL Central. So we are now three games back of the Cardinals. Cubs, of course, played pretty well this weekend, um, so we didn't gain anything on them. We are still one game back of the Cubs for the second wild card, um, but the Nationals are slipping a little bit. They hold a game and a half advantage over the Cubs, so two and a half games over the Brewers, um, but Cardinals and Nationals open up a series uh, this Monday through Wednesday, and then the Cardinals and Cubs start a four-game set Thursday through Sunday. So lots of implications going on in the wild card and the NL Central still. Um, and then kind of importantly enough, Anthony Rizzo rolled his ankle today. Um, I think he's getting further testing done. I haven't heard an official ruling on if he's going to miss any time or not, but yeah, lots of stuff going on and we kind of discussed this earlier, but there's a real strong possibility that all three, uh, let, let me paraphrase, not all three, but three NL Central teams could make the playoffs in the Cubs, Cardinals, and Brewers, which is kind of what we thought going into the year, but it didn't really seem possible up until, I'd say, you know, the last week when the Brewers turned it around, so... Uh, do you foresee this happening, Trevor? And if you do, who do you uh, foresee taking home the Central? Who's going to be in the wild card spots? Um, what are you thinking? <laughs> you make me make the tough decisions, huh? Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, if you look at the schedules... Um, the Cubs, Cardinals, and Nationals all have pretty tough roads ahead in terms of who they're playing to end the season. And the Brewers really don't. Their biggest challenge was this past weekend, and they take two or three from the Cardinals, which is huge. Um, obviously would have loved to sweep there, but you get what you get, and you take it at this point with winning the series. But I think it's possible um, that the um, those three teams, the Cardinals, Cubs, and Brewers, all make the postseason. Um, I think it could happen. I don't know how likely it is. It all kind of depends on how good those three teams are because, in my opinion, I more see those three teams just being that good and – the Nationals not being great, and then that makes them fall out of it rather than the Nationals, like, just not being able to finish and screw themselves out of a postseason berth. I more see these three teams 
playing so hard and so well trying to get into the playoffs because they all know they can do it. And they just somehow all squeak in. Obviously, it would be whoever wins the division and then two wild cards. Right now, if I had to say, and this hurts me a lot, I would say Cubs win the division and Brewers and Cardinals get the wild card. Ooh, that is painful to swallow. Ouch. <laughs> I, I really don't want to that, play a wild card game. No thanks. <laughs> and that, like, I think I might give myself a heart attack after saying that. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you brought up the Nationals a little bit because they, they did slip a little bit over this last week, and now they're about to play the Cardinals for three. Um, then they have the Marlins for three after that. But to end the year, they have a five-game set against the Phillies because um, one of them's... A doubleheader, um, so instead of a four-game series, they have five, and then they play uh, the Indians for the last series of the year, which, this is crazy, but if the season ended today, the Cleveland Indians are missing the playoffs. They do not have the AL Central, that belongs to the Twins, and they are not uh, currently on top two in the wild card in the American League, so that's ridiculous in itself, so... (laughs) Nationals, I think, yeah, schedule-wise have their most work cut out for them. But I think the NL Central schedule is very interesting, and it plays into the Brewers' hand a lot. I mean, the Brewers simply have to just win. They need to rattle off another seven-game win streak. I mean, yeah, it's easy to say, but it's going to be very hard to do. Granted, we have the Padres up next, but... When the uh, Cardinals and Cubs are playing each other, you know, seven more games here to end the year, I mean, someone's going to gain ground, someone's going to lose ground. The only thing that really matters is that the Brewers just need to keep winning. So even if, you know, the series goes 4-3 or it's, you know, I don't know who wins that series between the Cardinals and Cubs, um, the Brewers are always gaining ground on somebody. So I think in terms of winning games, you have to win when those two teams are playing um, to set yourself up. And, you know, it it could lead to the Central still. I'm, I would definitely not rule it out. Obviously, that would be the dream scenario um, to not play a wild card game. But, I don't know, some teams, you know, sometimes when you're playing with your life on the line um, and you're kind of used to these elimination games, you know, Teams are handle the pressure a little bit better, a little more fired up, a little more focused um, compared to the teams who, you know, don't have to play the wild card game. So anything can happen come playoffs, but we'll we'll see. Obviously, the preference is to win the division, but uh, to be determined on that. Um, anything else you have on schedule wise or uh, NL Central NL Central or wild card related? No, it's going to be really interesting to watch the Cubs and Cardinals kind of go at each other and who comes out on top there. It's going to be really interesting to watch. But other than that, the Brewers just really have to take care of business moving forward. They do. And the the Mets are kind of sneaking up again on us here. We forgot about them a little bit, Um, but they did take uh they swept the diamondbacks in four games and then they had a series against the dodgers in which they're playing tonight currently as we speak still they split uh games one and two um but the mets are up two to one in the eighth right now but they have a scary uh pitching staff 
and find themselves three and a half back of the wild card yet, but don't rule them out. Pete Alonso is absolutely demolishing every baseball he sees. Uh, he even shaved off his mustache mid-game the other day. Um, so the guy is weirdo. <laughs> the Mets are weird. Um, just watch out for them. I wouldn't rule them out either. Um, that's that's quite the power move, shaving your mustache mid-game. I know. I, it's, I mean, to think you have to do that pretty quick, too, and you can't mess up. and. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I did it. It looked kind of ridiculous, but I don't have an answer for why he did it. <laughs> um, but yeah, looking ahead, it's the Padres. Uh, you know, I'd like to look ahead as much as or as often as I can, but the only thing that matters is Monday night's game right now, and that's the uh, Padres. So I think this will be our first time seeing Manny Machado in Miller Park. Uh, since the playoffs, I believe. So um, be sure to heckle him a lot. I know I will be present at Monday's game, and Quick Trip was giving out a lot of free tickets. I'm not sure if they still are, um, but you can easily find links uh, to get those tickets. But it is the last uh, regular season homestand of the year, um, for we have the Pirates then later this week, I believe. Let me double-check. Yep, the Pirates. So only... Uh, Six game or seven games, excuse me, left at home uh, before the season wraps up, and hopefully we have some playoff baseball in there. Uh, but go make yourself known, uh, show your face a little bit. The Brewers are going to be sending forth Zach Davies on Monday. On Tuesday, it will be Gio Gonzalez. Uh, Wednesday, Adrian Hauser, and then Thursday, Jordan Lyle. So sticking with the uh, same rotation we have been over the last month month and a half here and look to take advantage of a 68 and 81 Padres team who obviously hasn't lived up to expectations this year so we're making it happen do you have any final thoughts here Trevor or do I dare ask you um, as my concluding question are you a brew lever now that we took the series against the Cardinals (laughs) so um my closing thought was the Brewers, obviously this is goes without saying, but the Brewers have to win this series. Um, they don't win this series. It's pretty much over, especially the way um, it seems like the Cubs have been playing. Uh, the Mets, like you said, are kind of pushing for that as well now. But the Brewers need to take care of business, especially in the seven games at home. I think if you don't come out of this stretch of seven games at home, six and one, I think it's a pretty bad failure considering these teams aren't playing for anything. They're not playing for postseason baseball. So you have to go in there. You got to win three of four or four of four from the Padres and same thing, two of three or three of three from the Pirates. And at this moment, if I had to answer your question, I am cautiously optimistic, so I will call myself an official Brewleaver. Even though I have been, I've just been hesitant, I guess. I don't know. I love the Brewers, and I always want to see them succeed, but I didn't see it up until this point. So I think I'm completely on 
the brew leaving bandwagon, Tyler. Woo! All right. <laughs> that is the best news ever. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you're not alone now. I mean this this weekend was pretty eye opening, um, despite the gloomy start to it. <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah, it's awesome. But like you said, we got to keep it going. And yeah, I I'd agree. You got to take. You gotta win at least both of these series. So even if we drop two games this week, it's not the end of the world. I think a five and two week is is pretty damn good. Um, obviously, you'd like to sweep both, but <laughs> that just doesn't happen much in baseball. Um, but we'll see. Um, like I said, last home stand, um, at least in the regular season. Hopefully, we'll have some postseason stuff coming up. Um, go make yourself known. Have some fun. This is this is what September baseball is all about. Um, but we will recap with you guys after the Padres series. Um, make sure you're following the podcast on Twitter at trilogy underscore pod. And hey, tweet out your good faith vibes. I want to hear it. And let's make a Brewer Nation well known this September here. And let's make another deep run. Let's go, crew. And we'll talk to you next time. Fear the beer. <laughs> <laughs>